1: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. We're in the studio. We've been having a grand time. I have my friend Mary Kay Hunt here, and I have Alan, the producer. Thank you, Ellen, for all of your patience. But our special guest is Ashley
0: Chicarella. Thank you for being on the show today. I'm very glad to have you here. Hi. No, thank you so much, Jennifer, and just thank you for... Just how obedient you are to the Lord through this ministry. So I really appreciate you having me.
1: Well, you are one of my new favorite people. <laughs> I love talking to you. You're same here. You, oh, you're a prayer person, and I want to. You're you're a mom, um, but yes. you also you work for for Columbus F O R for Columbus, and so that's exciting. Yes. But you have many skills, many gifts. So tell us about you and who you are, and about your life. You are Vince Chicarella's granddaughter-in-law. Is yes, that right? The, famous, right? the famous basketball coach.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So my, my husband's name is also Vince Chicarella, which is a little hard to explain sometimes. <laughs> Get some funny looks. But I met my husband, Vince, so that's his grandfather. Very cool. Yes, yes. And we met in high school through Young Life. Um, mm. So we're high school sweethearts and met through that ministry. And we have two kids, Carson and Clara, oh, who are cute. four and two. yes. You
1: are busy. You are a very busy. It's a busy mama. time. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's a very busy time in life, for sure.
1: Did you have a good Mother's Day last week, I hope?
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got to relax, go on a walk. It was nice. That's so good. Well, we're glad to have you here today. It's fun
1: to be live in the studio. Tell us about your life. Tell us how you came to know the Lord.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I came to know the Lord really through the context of family discipleship. So my parents were believers and just really devoted to the Lord and just had a great marriage and loved each other. And that was just very impressionable as a young child. Um, I always reflect on Matthew seven twenty five, 25, um, where it says that the streams came down and the wind blew and beat against the house, mm. but it didn't fall because it was built on the rock. And to me, that's really the environment um, and the posture that my parents had with the Lord. Um, And so when I got a little older, I I sort of contemplated what that meant to be a follower of Christ. Um, Listening to Francis Chan lately, Mm, he talked about um, God being not only Savior, but Lord Mm. um, and really wanting him to be the Lord of my life. Um, And so I met the Lord uh, when I was in upper elementary, lower middle school and uh, received salvation then.
1: You know, this is the most encouraging testimony, isn't it? Because we, as, as moms, as families, we need to know that it, it does work when you have the foundation in the oh, Lord. Absolutely. How powerful and encouraging. And it's just, it is wonderful for kids. And sometimes you think, oh, well, that's kind of a boring story. No, that's like a beautiful story. Yes. It's incredible.
0: I agree. I think I felt that way too. And as I get older and go through things, I think sometimes that shows how little I can think of the Lord sometimes, hmm. that me coming to know Christ in the context of my parents is a miraculous story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I it didn't need to be, you know, necessarily some grandiose or, or 180. Um, it was a 180, you know, repentance yes. is... is is us deciding to turn from our sin and follow Christ and that that's a, that's a miracle in itself. So I totally agree. Mm,
1: It really is. Well, what are some of the things
0: that you've seen God do in, in your life? Are there any highlights? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I would actually say over the past five years, um, my family and myself, we've been through kind of a, Very unexpected and crazy journey uh, through the context of cancer.
1: Oh, that's close to my heart as well.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, I know we we share that bond Mm -hmm. together, Um, but shortly after my husband and I were married, my mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer about two months after we got married. And then just a couple of years later, my aunt Tammy and my grandmother were also diagnosed with cancer, two different kinds, leukemia. And um, to be honest, I'm not sure their name, but it was a rare appendix cancer for my Mm -hmm. grandma. And so I think for me, that was a time with the Lord where, honestly, the the theology that you have in your head, all that scripture that you armor yourself with as a believer – you know, I, I'm thinking Hebrews 12, that God disciplines those that he loves, or Romans 8, that if indeed we share in his suffering in order that we share in his glory, um, or John 16, that in this world you'll have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. For me, going through that experience was, um, it wasn't a test, but it, it really showed me that the theology mm-hmm. that I had in my head, um, if I was being honest, didn't match how I felt in my heart. Sure. And that was really hard uh, at first to work that out with the Lord. But I'm so grateful that God has just really brought me through that time um, and has just shown me how faithful that he is to us um, and how much he cares for us in the midst of that suffering. So this was your maternal, all the women on the maternal side of your life. Is that right? Yes, that's right. All maternal. Ah, and did they all pass? Yes. So they all passed. Um, Ironically, they passed sort of in reverse order of diagnosis. So mm-hmm. we lost my aunt Tammy, and then lost my grandma about four months later, and then about um, about fourteen months after my grandma, we lost my mom. Mm-hmm. In the end, I am so sorry. I think that you know you you're
1: telling about these scriptures. Let's let's walk that out a little bit. Let's unpack this. How did you go from crisis to crisis to crisis with these verses
0: in your head, did you put new verses in your head or put them in context or how, how did that work out for you? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think like a lot of Christians, I almost had a false upbeat uh, mentality where I was tough and I was going to get through it. And mm-hmm. again, I was telling myself these verses in my head and that, um, you know, I really should feel that way when I in my heart, I really didn't. Um, And so I just really began to lament similar to the Psalms. I told God how I was feeling. Um, I was very honest (laughs) about how I was upset with how life was going and about the people that he was taking away from me, Um, that my life was looking way differently than what I had anticipated it would be. And I just started praying like Psalm 34 over over myself, um, that the Lord would draw close to me and comfort me, um, and that I would really um, just feel His presence and His comfort. And I wish I could say that after praying that it was an immediate um, change or immediate comfort, but I think it was through time. In um, consistent communion with the Lord that um, he really restored me over time. I love where you said lament, because that's just a psalm,
1: isn't it? it? It's a cry to God. It's pouring everything out. Did you do this in journaling? Did you do this by yourself or with a prayer group? I mean, what did that look like for you?
0: Was this every day? I mean, how how does one lament? Yeah, yeah. I do think it was every day. Um Primarily for me, that was through the context of prayer. I also think I had to become more vulnerable and honest with the people in my life. Um, my husband and I are life group leaders at LifePoint Church and awesome. Lewis Center. And that involved uh, kind of uncomfortably being really vulnerable and honest with our life group, with how I was doing and how I was feeling, I think, as a leader. Um, and you I don't know if hmm. you feel this way, Jennifer, as a leader, but... <laughs> And you know sometimes you don't you don't want to show those um, doubtful or sinful um, those sort of unbelief sides of you. And so I think I just had to really come to terms and be honest with that with my group and be honest about that with with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like i said i was I was kind of preaching to myself these scriptures, but when I prayed them back to God, really praying that I would feel that way in my heart. Um, over time. That makes a great leader, I think. A transparent,
1: vulnerable leader. Make the best leaders, but it's not easy. I call it life in the fishbowl. Everybody's (laughs) watching and you know. But uh you've done that really well. And so I think that's great. Is is a life group, has that been part of your growth? I mean, do you do you still do life groups?
0: Yeah, yeah, we still do life groups. I'm very blessed. Um that we have our life group and have become good friends with several of them. We, we recently met neighbors of ours that um, maybe not so ironically, I think by the Lord's will, they're actually going through a cancer experience with their dad and we've really gotten to connect over that. Um, And so it's, it's definitely been a huge blessing. I think we're definitely called to live in community with each other for that reason.
1: We just need each other through all the ups and the downs. And, you know, I think about the Lord, I want to be close to him through all the seasons of life, don't you? Through mm-hmm. the good and the hard. I just want to be close to the Lord. And I think lamenting and pouring your heart out and being in a group and sharing in a group, all of those are ways that we can stay close to Him. Are there other ways that you've stayed close to the Lord or
0: kept growing in the Lord? Yeah, that's a good question. And i it's funny because in that time, I really felt like the Lord put something on my heart um, through His Word and and just through life experience too. Um, my son Carson is four, and I think like a lot of Christian parents, we love to spend time, um, in the word, you know, at, at his age and in the, in the context that that's helpful to him and, um, in prayer with him. And we, we do that, you know, different times during the day, but we always do it at night. And it dawned on me one day as I'm sort of healing, you know, over time through this experience, um, and I, I had a conversation about this with my husband that, we sometimes just had so much fun with him at night. Like he's anyone who is a toddler. Like you have that time with them. It's when they start talking to you. Mm. <laughs> they they you know in sort of a normal voice and they share what they're thinking and what they're thankful for. Um, so, and some nights were so memorable. Like I just remember and hold on to things he said. But ultimately, the impression that we leave on Carson and how he learns to trust and love us, Um, I think that it's the um, accumulation of doing that consistently and persistently with him. It's doing that with him every night, that cumulative effect um, of doing that over time that I think leaves that impression and garners trust with him.
1: Oh, Ashley Ciccarella, that is so beautiful. I'm glad I had you on the show today. I hope you'll stay with us because I want to unpack cancer. I want to unpack parenthood a little more. I want to unpack for Columbus. So we yeah. have lots to talk about. We'll do that again on the next show. Well, that was Ashley Chicarella sharing about her family, sharing about her children and just how she became a Christian through solid parents and solid a biblical foundation. Isn't that wonderful? We can do that too. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. To learn more about the show, go to jenniferjackson.com. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again, or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.